You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Ryan Geddes. Hello. Ryan Clements. Hello. And Greg Miller. Hey, did you get the boner break part on the show? No, unfortunately, we weren't okay. talking about it. Just leave that in there. Let, let the listeners know something happened beforehand that involved breaking boners. We were just talking about boner breaks. Okay. Uh, usually, we're talking about boner jams yeah, around not, here. Not today. And boner factories. Yeah. Today we've introduced. Today we've introduced boner bricks into our. Uh, that's the name of your new EP of breakbeats that yes. you're going to release. <laughs> what was where where did uh, the um oh no what was the first, the second thing the boner what James, bo- boner, James. James? boner, boner factory. factory boner factory where yeah. did that come from what was the origin of boner factory Clayman started saying woman. that yeah. oh okay it was Clayman yeah. oh no now I'm sad a moment of silence for our fallen brother he will be missed. He's still uh, freelancing for He's us. Still so. alive, too. yeah, yeah, oh, yes. Of course. <laughs> we should point out he yeah. did not pass away uh, for sure. Uh, but maybe that's that's is a good uh, uh, jumping off point to talk about some changes that are happening here in editorial. I don't know that we've actually talked about this on uh, the podcast yet. Let everyone know, Gaddis is furiously <laughs> masturbating a pen. Uh, so uh, good Clay, segue. Clay, yeah. <laughs> Clayman uh, has moved on, and uh, we're doing some some uh, reorganizing in the editorial pool. And Geddes and I have both received promotions. Yay! Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm senior editor now, and Geddes is managing editor. Right. Managing editor. Yeah. Uh, sort of splitting up Dave's duties. Christine is moving over to the editorial pool. Yeah, right now. One of us. <laughs> so she's going to be reviewing games, writing previews, doing that sort of thing. And so the corruption will be complete. Yes. So we're taking Greg's and Christine's duties, dividing them between right. Geddes and I. And uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You're not taking my stuff. No. <laughs> <We're not taking laughs> Wait, Dave, is that part of this? Did I miss that? Dave and Christine's duties, dividing those amongst us. Uh, so yeah, should be should be fun. Should uh, be more good news if I could share a little something. Yes. As well, I know um, you have very good news. As part of that, I will be actually moving back down to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, Woo! Yes. Very exciting. Uh, I was up in Seattle for uh, the last year, um, mm-hmm. so I will be back in the Bay Area. Had enough of those back vampires, huh? Yeah, so that's... <laughs> I'm yes. watching these documentaries called Twilight, yes. so I know what's going yes. on. Uh, thank, you know what? Thank God for the werewolves, though. Yeah. Like, to keep they the, keep the vampires, the vampires in check. Scourge <laughs> they all got deputized in Seattle PD. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to pin this, the sheriff's badge on their fur. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so this is happening soon, too. August. Next month, I'll be back down here. So, uh, yeah, I'll be back. You'll hear more of me on the podcast and stuff. Oh, so. yes. Yeah, I know, I know. Yes. Anyway, happy to be coming back. Yeah. 
Uh, it'll be great. Now, the listeners don't, they can't see Greg Miller. I have good news as well. I'm <laughs> yeah, dressed up today. This is Greg Miller is dressed to the nines. He's Greg Miller good, is usually dude. very slovenly. I he has two t-shirts. He has a Mizzou t-shirt and a Superman t-shirt, and he rotates them every day. True. Uh, and then uh, I have jeans that I've worn the holes out of yes. Converse and stuff. Like he wears that. Converse until they get holes in the in the soles of their feet. So, Clements, why don't you go from toe to head and explain how Greg looks? Well, today Greg is wearing a very stylish pair of black uh, dress shoes with black matching socks, which is an excellent uh, <laughs> choice, by the way. Then we're moving right on up to a nice black pair of pants, or should I say slacks? slacks. I can just call them trousers. Slacks. Uh, now here's where things get interesting. Now we're going this to have true. now clearly we have a button down underneath the uh, vest. Of, not a vest. Well, it's not a. It's a sweater. I it's mean, a V-neck sweater. V-neck yeah, sweater. Yeah, I guess you could call it that. I would still like to call. Are you it off it. to description duty? <laughs> Go ahead. Well, try. I mean, he has sleeves. sleeves. He has try sleeves. And, so try it's and not match my awesome voice. <laughs> and then there's a tie and stuff. He's wearing a tie. Also. Also. Yeah, that was oh, so black much tie. Better. And the hair is there's like, some product in my hair. Yeah. As well. the hair is actually done uh, really nicely. You look, you look sharp, man. So of course, everyone that has seen Greg today has asked him what the deal is, and Greg's been very cagey. I've been saving it for you, letting people know that I was going to date view the news on GameScoop, and I'm very excited, and you're all going to enjoy the story very much. <laughs> well, but first, we're gonna. I, I thought up some d- doozies of answers for why I was dressed up, because I knew this was going to be happening. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go around the table, you just ask me, and I'll give you my doozy. All right, Damon, so go. Greg, what's the deal? Why are you dressed up today? All right, Damon, don't tell anybody, but my girlfriend's out of town, and I heard Jessica Chobot was going to be in the office today, so mm. I wanted to impress her. Okay. All right. Looking good, Greg. Why the nice duds? Well, I figure I'm an executive editor now. I need to dress the part. Greg, why the <laughs> hell are you wearing those clothes? Did you ever see Per Schneider wear a Mizzou shirt? No. There you go. There you go. Dress those for the job you those want. Those are your doozies. Now, huh? the real answer is much better. <laughs> whenever, whenever Greg is already cracking up about his yeah. 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 I'm so excited. Uh, so I woke up this morning and showered. Or I went to go shower. I was like, I'm not going to shave today. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling lazy. I'm not going to do that. So I showered. Got out. I got, started to get ready. <laughs> and I, I realized, oh, crap. I don't have any socks. I don't have any athletic socks. My whites. I wear the crew socks, you know? So I started digging through the laundry basket, found a pair, put them on, and like one of them on. And I was like, oh, no, these are Comic-Con socks. They feel disgusting. I'm like, oh, I got to <laughs> do something. Ugh. So I, I go into the, my clothing, clothing closet, as I call it, and I have the sock box there where I usually keep my socks. And I was like, oh, I, I have dress socks. I will wear these. Because it was either dress socks or these wool ones I usually wear when I tailgate. I'm not going to do that. Oh, my God. So I put on the dress socks. It's just me naked with dress socks on. And I go, well, I've come this far. <laughs> and I dress the rest of <laughs> I, was, I didn't have any white socks, so I put on black ones, and I looked back and said, well, Greg, you've come this far. Might as well go the whole you, nine yards. The first thing after you do when you get out of the shower is put your socks on? You well, don't even get put boxers? You get, the socks are the first thing you put on? It depends. Today it was. Hmm. I, like to, I like to switch it up. Can I ask <laughs> another question? Yeah. Why do you keep your socks in a box? Don't, don't you, you have a dresser? No, or I like keep a... everything in my closet. So I have uh, I have these shelves, and okay. then I have uh, like plastic the, bins, right? Not plastic bins, but canvas bins in there that I can oh, underwear and socks. So you see. don't have a dresser, okay. correct? Okay. I don't. I don't. Yeah. You don't I believe just, in them. I don't. Well, my main <laughs> thing is I don't like hanging things. I hate hanging things. So okay. all my clothes okay. are folded. So I have shelves in my closet where I put all my folded clothes, but I don't mm-hmm. have a dresser. Because otherwise, the the you know there just be dust bunnies and tumbleweeds. Why, why do you hate, why do you hate hanging clothes? I don't like hangers. They stretch out the collars of my t-shirts. I like to keep my yeah, t-shirts. You, you don't ever tight. keep t-shirts on a hanger. Don't exactly. hang t-shirts, but pants, dress shirts. Yeah, you can fold those and put them down there. Look at how good I look tonight. Did you know all this was, this was all balled up in Portillo's bed <laughs> three hours ago? Nobody guessed that. <laughs> I have a more important question to ask, though. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Do vests always not have sleeves? Yes, that's yes. the definition of a vest. <laughs> no vest can have sleeves. Damn it. Well, yes. I just clearly don't know anything about clothes. That's the <laughs> well, definition. I mean, look at yourself. <laughs> yeah, I know, seriously. Although I do have these cool diamond patterns on my socks. Those are called argyle. We'll work together on it later. Argyle? Oh, these. Yeah. Huh? What pattern is this? Are you, are you kidding about the, this no, pattern? That, that pattern is called argyle. When you have the diamonds and the lines and broken Ooh. up. Yeah, it's argyle. Argyle. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you for no that, problem. Greg. No problem, solved. Well, Let's. Greg, you've come this far. <laughs> now, are you about to get into the podcast proper? Yeah. Okay, because before you do, I have a new segment I need to introduce <laughs> on GameScoop. <laughs> oh, God And it. it is called The Airing of Grievances. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm not gonna take this too much time. Be, on this is this because be. of the vest? No, no, no. <laughs> let the let the airing of grievances begin. Yeah. Okay. So a, a couple weeks back, last this is gonna time be I, a bunch of nonsense. Last listeners. time I was here, Damon and I went to and Clements went to an event at the NIS party, which was a lot of fun. Was Greg not there? 
No, Greg, I was Greg at the was other there. party. The you went to Mafia, mafia, mafia too. Yeah, you you didn't go to yeah, NIS. Yeah, so we went right, from yeah. the Mafia part 2 party to the NIS party. We had been, we'd been drinking some alcohol. I'm going to level with you. There was alcohol being drunken. Uh, so at every game event, there is, there is a certain attendee who stands out. He's always there. He's always there. I'm not going to name names. We right? don't know his I'm name. I'm too professional. I do know his name. I okay. did find out his name. But I'm not going to uh, say his name, right? He looks not, a particular he's from a different way. Place. He is. He's not an, very, an IGN guy. Very distinct. He's distinct. Uh, look. Yes, yeah. and we enjoy seeing him. And we, we always have a good. We chuckle. Josh about. Oh, him. he's here. Yeah, yeah, of course he's here. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we we were drunk at this event, mm-hmm. and we decided that we were going to start a game where <laughs> the first person to spot this person s- <laughs> at an event would would say they spotted him, and then the person who did not spot him has to retweet five of the the. The next person, the other person's tweets. Next five tweets. Right. So let's say I see him first. I go, Damon, there he is. Damon has to oh, man, now I got to retweet five of your next tweets. I don't get to choose what they are. I just have to do it because, you know, that's, that's how the these be- things work. He, you're, he's a man of his word. Of course, of course he is. He wouldn't possibly renege on this deal. So we get to a really fun DJ Hero 2 event last night, no, two nights ago. Hmm. I that immediately was really fun, spot awesome. They really sushi fun. for free. Yeah. Free beer. D- DJ Kubert was there. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I believe his name is DJ Pac-Man. <laughs> yes, DJ uh, Dragon's Lair, you called him at one point. <laughs> DJ Asteroids. <laughs> uh, DJ so Ghost and Goblins. We, we walk in the door, and I immediately see this person. I alert Damon to this fact, and I say, hey, ha, 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 now you have to retweet five of my tweets. And Damon acts like he doesn't remember this. Yes, and he claims ignorance. And he said, "But, but the more I explained it, he started to kind of remember." And he was like, "Yeah, that's oh, the yeah, thing. It's like I do kind of remember it." And then he starts negotiating and saying, <laughs> "Well, maybe it can just be one tweet. Does it have to really have to be five tweets?" And I bring this to you, the Game Scoop listeners, who have shown yourself to be fair-minded people time and time again. Does Damon have to stick to the letter of this agreement, or can he back out like he does everything else? Can I can I say just a couple? It is things. now your turn to speak. Just a couple things in my defense. What what what? When you make an agreement when you're drunk, uh-huh. and you don't really remember it, uh-huh. like so, how, how binding is that? Very binding. No, it's not. It's not yeah. as binding. Like. I had no recollection of this of making this agreement. That's with your you. fault for not being able well, to handle sorry, your alcohol. Like... <laughs> you got to start writing them down on your phone. That's what I do. I have a list of bets I have. Me and Jim Riley have many. <laughs> Greg, what's yours? What's your stance? No, no, I, I'm not done uh, uh, defending myself. I've heard enough out of half <laughs> for this one. <laughs> what I what I pr- proposed to get us is that yeah, I kind of remember that. I don't really remember it, but I kind of remember. It's it. foggy, so, it so sounds... I'm willing to go with it. So how about this time I retweet one tweet, and then now going forward, now that I, now that we've discussed this sober. We go back to the five tweets, but oh, that see, was unacceptable. That's exactly it. what I said. I don't remember the five tweets coming back. Yeah, as part of it. that's what I said. Is like, let, so just this one time. Let me just do one because I was drunk when we made this agreement, and I only halfway remember this. But now going forward, we've discussed it sober. I'm down. Why don't? Why didn't you just do the five the, that time though? Because he would say he. If they're what all going to be like do next time. <laughs> yeah, you're just, next time, you're but, just mad that I got it first. No, so because I, did, that I, I didn't up. even know to look for him. Now I know to look for him. Oh, I mean, I would be looking for him anyway, but now I didn't know it was a game. <laughs> now you gotta, it's like Slugbug. Now you got to yell it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What, should I accept? Do you think that's, that's, do you think yeah, that's not reasonable? Is that yeah, not sure. reasonable? I did not understand that you were suggesting that you go back to the original Because you agreement. are unreasonable, and you are, you will, oh. you're stubborn, and you will not listen to me, and you're out to vilify me <laughs> to, the, to our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Well, I just want them to know. I think they need yeah. they need to know how Damon Hatfield operates. That's how I operate. All right, so look for Well, this a, has been a productive use look for a tweet, <laughs> of our time. Look for a tweet this this weekend that Damon must retweet. Well, I thought it was the next one. But you said we we're going to do one this time and then we're yeah, going to go back. Yeah, so to okay. The well, how will you notify me? Will I just know? <laughs> how will I know which one to retweet? Hmm. I hate saying tweet, by the way. Yeah, I'd rather dumb, say post. You'd rather say uh, what? Post? Okay. Yeah. That's another that's a, that's another word I would just rather not say is tweet. I'll tell you what. In the in the spirit of Game Scoop, mm-hmm. I will just not will not do it this time. Okay, and we'll go, we'll your go, grievance has you, been aired. Grievance had, has been aired, and we've 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 talked about this uh, uh, this game sober. Yes. So I now now I will go on record with the listeners that going forward, I'm totally on board with this. If Geddes spots this guy first at an event, I will re- repost his next five Twitter posts, and I will do the same. Okay, you have to be at the same event together. Yeah. Otherwise. Yes. Question yeah, number otherwise. two: Am I the guy? moving on okay our lead scoop this week sony returns to profitability we're coming for you xbox uh now the playstation division still operated at a loss what (laughs) 
preposterous. I don't believe it. But Sony as a company has returned to profitability, and apparently that is uh, at least in part due to the, the PlayStation department. Uh, but there's still still a lot of PlayStation 3s. Yeah, what's the gap at right now? Xbox is at 41 million life to date worldwide, and th- PS3 is 38 million life to date worldwide. You're, 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 there's a point. There's a decimal point on each of those, but that's mm-hmm. the hard number. Uh, so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sony's projecting something like 15 million this year. Projecting it this year, yeah. That sounds crazy. But I guess Grand Turismo 5, right, Ryan? Yeah. yeah that'll be a big one. Absolutely. We discussed this on Beyond? We did. That's why I'm briefed on it. Yes. When is Grand Turismo at? Uh, the fall. They finally put a date on it. I forget it's what October, it is. October, isn't it? Is it October? Gettis is, is going to be handling Gettis that one? will be handling that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm excited. Gettis is the perfect guy for that one. Gettis is a car... I like to say he's a car junkie. <laughs> A car nut. I'm a gearhead, dude. <laughs> I found out recently that you just actually read magazines about, about cars. Automobiles. He's just yes. he's just mad yes. about cars. And even I'll even read one of those websites about cars. A web website. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, yeah, I'm excited about that for huh. that game for sure. We'll see how it sells. I bet it'll sell well. I think it will too. Been a long time coming that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Only been delayed oh. a couple times. <laughs> All right. I have something to say at the end. You go ahead with it. The news. The entire show? It's not important. At the end of the show? It doesn't matter. I can <laughs> say Why don't you say it right now then? Well, I was just going to say I'm excited about the, being on this particular episode with you guys because if I'm if I'm correct, I'm going to push someone out of the way of the rankings. Oh, really? And I think it's and I think it's good. I'm like in tw- number 20 something right now. So, you're well you're going to be tied with Jeff Haynes now. <laughs> I thought I already was tied with no, Jeff you, Haynes. Jeff Haynes had 6 and you have 5. Okay, so that's it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tie him, and then I'm gonna go, then go one gonna, pass. Then you're gonna leapfrog over. There it is. Yeah. Be tied with Kathleen Sanders, the girl who hasn't worked here in three years. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll keep that's working how often at you're it. On games I'll keep go. working out. I need to come on more often. Yeah, you do need to come on more. Often. Yeah. There you go. I ask you, and sometimes you say I'm too busy. Sometimes I do, but I'll fix that. Um, or never. Just drop everything. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, this review not important. See ya. You said 38 million for PlayStation 3 worldwide install. Correct. Yeah, that's that is correct. Um, Nintendo. Mm. They're getting. Re- I bet they're going to release something soon. The, well, yeah. The Metroid. Yeah, that comes out soon. Hey, everybody, look out! It's a ball. <laughs> I hope it doesn't go on my pipe. It did go on my pipe. Coming out the hard way. <laughs> Uh, Nintendo suffered a quarterly loss. Though. Oh no! Nintendo lost money. I don't know when. How's yeah. that possible? I, that, was a a sh- uh, that was a shocking news story to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is, is the Wii not selling anymore? Are people not buying by declining tools? Wii software. Well, uh, people okay. aren't buying a lot of software. Um, we, we've got the numbers for like what what sold during this quarter. The games that sold were Mario Galaxy Two, Mario Brothers Wii, uh, New Super Mario Brothers Wii, Wii Sports, and Wii Fit. Like those. Like was, uh, so it's just the same the old games. What's that? The Wii with the with the Wii Mote one that we part. What is the one that comes with the Wii Mote that was the top selling game forever? Don't look at me crazy. The, the Wii, one that's packaged with the Wii. Wii Sports. Wii Sports. And, but party. the one the packaged with the Wii Mote. Wii Party Time. Wii, Wii Sports Resort. No, no. Wii Party Pants. The one that's been out like when the Wii first. I came totally out. know what you're talking about. Wii Fit Plus. Pajama Party. I hate you so much. What are you? Not what you. Are him. You? <laughs> Think back. The Wii just came out. Yeah. Uh, Two thousand six. Yeah. You Wii have, Sports. You no, have, it was okay. a game. Yeah, Sports. Active. It's one game packed with the one controller. We play. Thank you. It's in an orange box. <laughs> like I can visualize everything. That was about not it. one of their best selling games this quarter. Is that is that new or Finally has that been off the list for a long time? I'm not sure. I remember I that thing was on the list for a long, long time. Well, I bet we just sounded really <laughs> we dumb. Right now. <laughs> All the wee kids are screaming at their iPods. <laughs> we play, you idiot! Yeah. Where's the Craigway when I need it? <laughs> oh, no. Balls in my room. See, the problem with me not being on a lot of episodes is that I have no idea if, the, if these are crazy inside jokes. No, this is all new. joke from two minutes ago, the ball. Yeah. No, that, ball that I understood. <laughs> but where did the Metroid ball joke come that, from? That was, that's new. All right. You, that's all I wanted here to for know. The birth of it now. All right. I'll do that as much as I can. <laughs> There's a ball in my pipe. No, you're going to play Smash. Oh, no. There's a ball in your house. Get wearing a very hip t-shirt today. Yeah, yeah, I love it, yeah. dinosaur. Yeah. No wonder it didn't work out for them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was a far side uh, comic uh, many, many Many ago. moons ago? Yeah, many moons ago, you might say. Hmm. What really killed off the dinosaur? Whatever happened to the far side? He stopped he it. Retired. He was smart enough, yeah. yeah he, got, he went out just after everyone decided to hate him. 
<laughs> it would have been a slow decline of people starting to hate him. No, I really, but once he hit that I line. really respect the comic strip guys that stop doing it and get out, like uh, uh, Bill, Bill Watterson for yeah. Calvin Hobbs. Yeah. yeah. Like, can you imagine? Like, think of how terrible Garfield is. Well, what about uh, Peanuts? Char- Charles Schultz. Yeah, well, he went. I, I mean, he's been dead a long time. <laughs> he died the day his final comic ran, which is creepy as hell. That's not true. That at is, all. Um, really? Go look it up. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, you, you never know if Greg Miller was pulling my. I'm not pulling you. If I, I'd be laughing hysterically and start inserting ball <laughs> yeah, references. All right. Over. Well, now, okay. I believe you. <laughs> Maybe that's what killed him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finally. Oh no! Slowly scribbling wrong. Does that little hop and drops the bomb? <laughs> Uh, she, she bombs the comic book artist. <laughs> she, bo- she bombed Charles Schultz. <laughs> I'm sorry for the Schultz family that may be listening. Anyway, Nintendo suffered quarterly loss. Yeah, well. Due to declining Wii software and Nintendo DS hardware sales. But I am sure that's only because everybody already owns three Nintendo DSs in the world right now. That's so why they're putting out the 3D? Uh, during this quarter, same quarter last year, the Nintendo posted a huge profit. So I don't know. I don't know if that means. Uh, I wonder if the upcoming or impending releases of Connect and Move, uh, com- you know, motion controller competition for Wii has anything to do with that? It's possible. Possible. Uh, Wii hardware, about 74 million units worldwide is the install base right now. Uh, software, 573 million units sold. It's a lot of software. God. But the Nintendo DS has sold 132 million units worldwide. Crazy. Yeah. That stuff's nuts. It's a lot of games. The financial news continues. <gasps> With, from Capcom, Jim Riley wrote a dynamite strapline for this Capcom story. Capcom financial results are not good. <laughs> what was the headline? Lost Planet 2 underperformed substantially. Okay. So Capcom says. That's a, <clears throat> Capcom experienced a massive 90% drop year over year in net income for the last quarter. Wow. A 90% drop in that's income. That's bad. Yeah. That's, that's why Jim Riley uh, are not, they are not good. That is not good. Uh, and Capcom said this is largely due to underperforming sales of Lost Planet 2. Really? Yeah. They dropped almost 100% of their net I income. I guess they were banking on... I mean, the, last, the first Lost Planet was, was a pretty big hit. You know? but, but that, that was, was like a surprise. That was like a February that hit game that hit. That wasn't like, like it came on was, day one. And, and it was, was also crazy. because the Xbox 360 was just out, you know, and like there wasn't a lot to get, to get for so, it. But, but net income, he says net income, right? Yes. Net income isn't the amount of cash they pulled in. That's the amount of money they made. Yeah. So they were counting on Lost Planet 2 to be to make them a ton of profit, not yeah. just pull in a, like do a lot of sales and break even on it. <sighs> that's like, so... that's a that's crazy. Where do the Street Fighters fit into that? Like uh, what period of time are they taking that from? This is so the last quarter, so the last 3 months. Okay, gotcha. But Super Street Fighter 4 came out then, right? They're saying Super Street Fighter 4 Monster Hunter uh, Frontier Online in Japan are selling well. What yeah. about the money they wasted making Dark Void? Did they mention <laughs> that at all? That's <laughs> long, yeah, that's long <laughs> in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping sales of Dark Void Zero would uh, bring them back into black. but uh, uh, Lost Planet 2, Monster Hunter, Try for Wii, and Ghost Trick have all been performing sluggishly. In yeah. the U.S.? Uh, in well, in Japan, the Ghost Trick wow, is out in really? Japan. Yeah, I mean, Monster Hunter is a portable franchise game. You that is I mean? true. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. that's why it's such a big deal. It's too there. bad it didn't do well, just because it's a it's cool to have a multiplayer game on Wii. You know? Yeah, that totally. Really yeah. Does, yeah, that works well always, online. Everybody always, you know, knocks Nintendo for not having it online. Like, oh, this game got ported over and they dropped the online features, but then yeah, a game that's strictly online isn't going anywhere. Damon, I'm sorry. What was the? One? Did you say Ghost something? Are you talking about Ghost, Ghost Trick? Trick? Yeah. That, oh, it's, it's, out in Japan. Well? it's out in Japan and has not been doing well. Oh, that's too bad. That yeah. game looked awesome. Yeah, you saw that game. I'm, I'm yes, actually really I did. I was excited game. about it too. Maybe you should describe that game for anyone who's unfamiliar. Uh, with it. Ghost Trick is from the same creator of the Phoenix Wright franchise. So it's kind of like a puzzle game, except what you do is manipulate objects, uh, inanimate objects, to help prevent people's deaths. So you are the ghost. You are a ghost. But a good ghost. Huh. A good ghost. A Casper, if you will. It's like uh, the ghost from, uh, anybody watch Angel? The, the... Oh, I did once or twice. Remember the uh, ghost who lives in Cordelia's apartment? No. Okay. I remember Cordelia, though. <laughs> Can't remember his name. Yeah, I remember, the I remember Cordelia. What? The noise of the ghost, I'm a ghost. No, that's far away vampire. That's okay. <laughs> that, that's, I'm a vampire. I still like Amadeus Arkham. Yeah, your, your far away vampire sounds a little too close, actually. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, there, there that's the far away vampire. Well, how does it go- do your ghost then, Greg? Woo! It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, true. Uh, all right, is that it for Ghost Trick? Yeah, that's that's okay. the premise. Moving on. When does that come out? I don't know. Okay. Sorry. I'm People very, are yelling at the I iPods. Am, oh, I'm I, am ba- I am very bad with dates. Um, 
All right, moving on. Uh, Jim Riley put up a pretty interesting news story. The best-selling Halo games of all time. Oh, yes. Did you see this, Gettys? Yeah, I, I did not get a chance to look at that. You're like, what I like to call a Halo head. I do, <laughs> I do like the Halos. <laughs> do you read magazines about Halo <laughs> as well? <laughs> I, if there were magazines about Halo, I would. I would read them. I have gone to websites about them. Though. Okay, okay. Like ours? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the Halo series has reached worldwide sales of 34 million units. So should I totally embarrass myself by trying to guess what the order is of sales? Well, what do you think is the best-selling Halo game? Halo 3. Yeah. It is. Followed by Halo 2. Then ODST. No. Then the first Halo. Oh, okay. Then ODST. Then ODST. Then Halo Wars. Then Halo Wars number five. Sorry. That makes sense. That's okay. (laughs) I understand a lot of people don't understand brilliance. ODST was below Halo 1, huh? Yeah. Oh. Is that really surprising? Yeah. We think ODST... It just means the audience for those games hasn't grown very much. Well, it means a lot of people bought Halo 3 but didn't buy ODST, right? Yeah. Uh, but I think Halo Reach is going to do well. It's going to do well, but I don't think it'll beat Halo 3. Why? Is it just because numbered sequels will do better? Like Halo yes. 4 would have done better? Yes. Why not call it Halo 4 then? I mean, why? Um, they, have, they have business people and marketing a, people well, doing this. It's not a Master Chief game. There's the relationship between Microsoft... Well, Microsoft essentially owns the rest of the Halo franchise now, and they want to be able to put out the next, the next installment in the actual Halo story that that everyone's used to playing, it, you know, with Master Chief in it. So, um, I, I think that um, that yeah, you'll see Reach Reach will have high numbers, but it won't have like Halo Three before. Um, uh, 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 what was the game? Uh, was it? Uh, what was the game that was like that set the new records for uh, for for game sales? But after Halo Three, Modern Warfare. Not uh, GTA Four. Was it, was it Modern Warfare Two? What not about so. GTA Four? Did that not set? But then Modern Warfare came after GTA. Yeah, after yeah. GTA Four. But at the time, Halo Three was the best-selling, best, the you know most, the largest game launch of all. Yeah, time. they called Microsoft called it the biggest entertainment yeah, launch. I mean, ever. yeah, that's just they made the most money in twenty-four but, hours. Yeah. right. No. But I don't think I just don't get the feeling that Halo Reach is gonna is gonna do that. Hmm. I could be wrong. You usually are, though. No, it's never happened. <laughs> Greg, you got a, a SOCOM 4 scoop this week. I did, yes. They are uh, delaying SOCOM, SOCOM 4. SOCOM 4 is on track and uh, going to meet no, up to the original. No, <laughs> read the articles. No, no. it's been delayed until 2011 yeah. to make the game better. Yeah, that's what Sony said. They'll be focusing on additional features. Yeah. Which, what do you think? Move I've, controls? Well, that's already in there, so yeah, making yeah, it Yeah, but like work. making, actually making it cool. Well, I, like when I played it at uh, E3, it was working well. So, I don't know. Take your time. Don't rush games. Yeah. They, they cannot have another terrible SOCOM. Confrontation was so bad, like it didn't work when it launched. Ah. And it, granted, that wasn't from Zipper. Zipper needs to come back and make the SOCOM brand matter on the PS3. So yeah, take your time. What's what's been the uh, the reaction with the fan community though? Do they care that it's delayed, or do, are, they, are they like you? They it's, want them to take their time. I think it's a disappointment, but I think from most of the comments I saw on IGN, they were expecting it, kind of thing. Like I think people are so used to games getting delayed, especially when it's that first announcement. You know, we're announcing it, and it's going to be fall 2010. And you're like, yeah, we'll see. You know what I mean? Well, Chris Roper is no longer in uh, here with us at IGN. Correct. But the aftershocks of his effect on the video game industry are still being felt. He's working at the SOCOM guy. Yes. <laughs> the SOCOM zipper. But also the Metalocalypse game has been canceled. Yes, it has. Chris Roper wrote the very first preview uh, for that game. A little over a year ago, right? It was last it year. It was debuted at, at, at Comic-Con last year. So it right was around... not good. Roper called it like he saw it. Yeah. And then we went and saw it at Comic-Con. He was right on the money. And that I game mean, was not good. Uh, Konami quickly ushered it away. Last year's Comic-Con? Yeah. yeah. And we haven't seen it since last year's Comic-Con. We have not seen it since Here, over a year later now, they announced it's been canceled. Is that series still popular? Yeah, I don't Network. know. Metal. I mean, I I've seen it before and I enjoyed it, but I I've like never it, yeah. I've never been hardcore into it. So. I watched the first season and loved it, but then I kind of never watched it again. I so know, you're the reason lo- this guy can't <laughs> blame me. But the game started with you pissing. Oh, it started yeah, literally. You peed on you, enemies and stuff. It started with you pissing into a urinal, and you could control your urine stream. Okay. That's so I don't know. Like. Is it uh, amazing that a game that starts that way didn't end up uh, being great? Actually, I, I think that's kind of interesting. I would play a game like that. You, didn't see you should have been uh, speaking up for Metalocalypse. You're playing well. it right now. <gasps> okay. <laughs> In hell. Oh, goodness. Uh, we've got some Castlevania business to discuss. Castlevania Puzzle, Encore of the Night, came out on iPhone last week. Uh, I was their, really... their subtitles are getting pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was uh, instantly interested in this game. I like Castlevania, and I like Puzzle Quest. Put those two together, and what have you got, Greg? 
you happy on the iPhone. Yeah. Tap, tap, tap it away. Yeah. Except that the controls aren't super great. And, oh, uh, damn it. Levi found that too. He gave it a 7.4 and I've been playing it. I, I think that sounds pretty much on the money. Cool. Really cool concept, but the ex- execution, like, I don't know. You tap, like, so you've got gems falling down. You have to create matches of three or four gems. Oh. It's, it's very similar to, uh, I know, it's like, it's, uh, it's like Puzzle Fighter. Ah, which I know okay, that, I Ryan, that Ryan Geddes likes. Love it. But you have to tap to, to uh, rotate gems and then like swish to move them left and right and, and, and drop them. And it's too easy to do misdrops. Yeah. So that's a little frustrating. Uh, but still cool. I don't know. It's, it's worth checking out. But maybe a little bit more interesting is Castlevania Harmony of Despair. Oh. Coming out on Xbox Live Arcade next week. Why is that? Uh, what, what's funny to you? I'm laughing because it almost sounds like I made it up for that uh, feature I wrote for Insider, <laughs> like Journey to the High Witch's Forest. <laughs> That's pretty good. This is a very different Castlevania game. Uh, this is a six-player cooperative adventure where six people go into uh, a map. There's six different maps. And you you have 30 minutes to get to the boss and kill the boss. Basically. Sounds neat. It does. It does really sound interesting. So it's basically a time attack mode for six people were set in Castlevania. They reuse assets from all the, the previous handheld uh, uh, DS games. You can play as the characters from those DS games, like Shinoa from Ecclesia and Alucard from Symphony of the Night. I know that's not DS, but it's that sort of style, that sort of 2D uh, Castlevania game. And then, uh, But it's designed so that you can't, you're not strong enough the first time you try a level, and so you have to go in there, you, you, you earn money for uh, defeating enemies, and you'll find uh, armor. So you're constantly getting better and better armor. After you fail, you can go equip better armor, buy better armor, and then next time when you go back, you'll be a little bit stronger and get a little bit farther. So even though there's only six levels, you'll have to play these levels several times over to like figure out the routes to get to the boss and actually you know survive the whole thing. So it's cool, but it's not doesn't come together uh, perfectly. It doesn't. It does, the game does a terrible job of explaining how everything works, uh, and it's just not fun to play in single player. It, it is really. I had a really good time when I was playing with like five and six people, but by yourself, it's really frustrating. I don't even know that some of these bosses are, are possible to <laughs> defeat on your own. But yeah, Anthony, I tried that one. And we just yeah. got summarily owned. Uh, yeah. I loved looking over at Anthony's screen and every time he was just a skeleton because he had died. <laughs> That's one of the cool things. Like when you're in multiplayer when you die you can you can still play as a skeleton. You just throw bones and you do like one hit point of damage on every enemy. <laughs> and you can like revive you have a certain number of revive you can do on your on your coworker or your coworker. <laughs> if if you find a water of life you can revive. Uh, okay, cuz I kept bringing him back to life and yeah. stuff and we didn't know how it was working or what the mechanics of it were. The game does it's, it's terrible. It doesn't explain to you how anything works, but there's some good art in it though. And yeah, like, the character designs are really good. You know, it's cool. It's fun. It's just it's you know I, I, my review will be up Monday morning. Uh, I would expect a, a, a good but not great review, uh, but definitely worth checking out. We've got uh, you know we like to give away stuff here. Do uh, on Games We've got an interesting promotion uh, this week for our Australian listeners. What? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a new Neither of those were very convincing. Accents. Oh, it is some kind of ball over your nose. What do you say? He's going up his pipe. His pipe. <laughs> pipe. He's going up his pipe. His pipe. His pipe. For God's sake. Yours was yours was the worst of all. That, well, I was it was the worst day. of all, but I kind of liked yeah, it the yeah, best. Yeah. At the same kind of liked yeah. it the best. <laughs> <laughs> A new uh, game rental by mail service is starting in Australia called Game Up, uh, which will be uh, just like our Gamefly. Okay. Right. Yes. Now, Ryan, get us. You use Gamefly. I do use Gamefly. Yeah. You think you, you enjoy the service? I do. It's good. So, it's like Netflix. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, you get a game or two in the mail, and you can hold yeah, on to them. Yeah, there's different levels of uh, yeah. you know service, and you can also you know maintain a queue, and you can bump things in and out. And yeah. The only problem I've had with it is that unlike Netflix, I've never had the problem with Netflix where I put something on my queue and I have to wait for it. Like it's not out yet. You know, oh, it's out, but they don't have any of it. With uh, GameFly, I've run into that a lot. Like hot, like the hot new games everybody wants. Like you can't always get them right away, so you right. have to like you know mm. get junkies up and stuff. But. So Game Up is starting in Australia. Uh, sounds like it'll work the same way. And they've provided us with a code here uh, that uh, our listeners and our Australian listeners can enter, and uh, they'll get half off their first month. Is this so? This is a, like a a promo code for all. Yes. It's not just a one-time use. Like That's right. Code. This is for everybody. Oh, and you, uh, multiple people can use this? Yeah. That's awesome. It's for our mm-hmm. listeners. Uh, and so it sounds like the the service is $20 a month, $20 Australian dollars a month. So if you enter this code, you'll get $10 off your first month. 
so you can check it out. The code is SCOOP. That should be. Oh, these guys uh, are cool. Yeah, that should be pretty easy to remember. So. Uh, when you're uh, you know signing up for your first month's membership, there'll be an area to enter your promotional code, Interscoop. You'll get half off. But even better than that, they've provided us with five unique codes <gasps> that gives you a free month, totally free. Uh, so if you want those, either uh, you know, message me on Twitter or Facebook, and I will give those away. We have five, so they will go uh, to the first five listeners. Just remember, this is an Australian deal. So and do not call the office. Yeah, definitely do not. Call the office asking for these codes. Oh, has that happened before? That happened with... Uh, I was giving away uh, DC Universe Online codes earlier this week, and somebody just called, Oh, Damon, could I have one of those DC Universe Online codes? I, was, I had I had to uh, set little Junior straight. Anyway. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> did your mom come up your butt? <laughs> Ten seconds, buddy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's for our Australian listeners. The service is called Game Up. Check it out. Uh, the... Uh, the code for everybody, half off your first month is Scoop. Uh, if you want the free month, message me on Twitter or Facebook, and I'll get you your uh, unique code. That's cool. Yep. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listener. Greg oh, Miller's no. dra- dragon. Yawning. He's yawning it's over cold here. coffee's not getting it done. It's fighting a ham sandwich in there. That ham sandwich is winning. <laughs> Listeners, remember you can always reach us at gamescoop at IGN.com. Just or like... call the office. <laughs> do, not, do not call the office. Uh, Patrick Daggs wrote us, and he's here to uh, beg forgiveness. His subject is an apology to Damon. So I don't know if this we should... made up. You sent it to yourself. Think so? Yeah. I don't know if we should uh, uh, forgive this kid, but let me... Uh, let me uh, share his tale here, and we can all decide. We'll all, we're going to be judged during execution here. All right. Hello, Damon. Several months ago, you announced on your Twitter feed that you would there would not be a game scoop that week. I was outraged, so I decided to give Damon an fu on my Twitter feed. <gasps> After that, I decided to follow up with a tweet threatening to kill Greg Miller if there was no game scoop that week. The next day, I discovered that Damon had blocked me from his Twitter account. I want to apologize to Damon. I'm sure you had a good reason for not doing game scoop that week. Please let me follow you again. I will never do that to you again. No. Justice is a hard oh. line. He told me an fu. He threatened to kill my 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 main man, Greg Miller. How can I let that? Yeah, don't call me your best friend with your real best friend in that room. What you you don't like being my main man? Also, I would, home, bro. Instead of being friend. the judge and executioner, instead of being judge and or executioner, can I be like the attending physician for this? No. What, what is that? What, what is, is the that? attending physician going to do? The, the attending physician, uh, oh, like the one once, who once actually injects. No, the, once he's dead, poison? I check his pulse. Oh, okay. And make, confirm yes, he is in fact. You're right. There are four of us, so judge, jury, and executioner, and attending physician. So you're judge, and I'm jury then. I should be the executioner, right? Sure. Maybe Clements and I can be on the jury together. Can I just be the rolling ball? <laughs> yeah, I was say, it should be death by a morph ball, right? Uh, yeah, I don't uh, think this guy has earned it. No, back anybody. Later. I blo- once I block you on PSN or aim for being the jerk, I don't. I don't block you. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Uh, this is Dylan. Hi, Dylan. He says I live in North Bay, Canada. I'm a big fan of the show. Started my. Uh, podcast listening some time ago. Anyway, I was playing through Mass Effect 2 again, and every time I do, I'm blown away by the opening sequence. It's a perfect way to introduce the new dark tone of Mass Effect 2, as well as providing a perfect excuse for Shepard to not know anything about what's going on and allow the player to make Shepard's character. Another less recent example is the opening intro uh, to StarCraft Brood War. Anybody remember this? Mm. With the Marines fighting in the trenches below while the generals sip fancy drinks and smoke cigars in the battlecruiser overhead. This made, me mon- this made me wonder, what was everyone's favorite introduction sequence or opening cinematic from a game? Hmm. Uh, Very man. good question. The I got to agree with him about Mass Effect 2. Yeah, Mass Effect 2 is awesome. A lot of people, I heard people say they didn't like that, but I really uh, yeah. yeah, they're crazy. Yeah, that, was a, that was pretty amazing. Uh, really Half-Life 2 has a effing phenomenal yes. opening both, section. The fir- first Half-Life and Half-Life 2 are, are yeah, both really, really um, good. Yes. Also, I have, I have always been... I'm going to sound like a total loser, but I've always been partial to the opening to Final Fantasy VIII and Seven and Eight have really great openings. Mm. Final Fantasy XIII's opening isn't bad. It's all downhill from there. Oh, it's yeah, good. yeah, it's good. Uh, I still say I feel like Seven we're and Eight. Some really good ones. The, more recently, I think the opening of Limbo is awesome. I gotta play that game. Good. I keep forgetting about it. Yeah, dude, don't forget about. Gotta it. Gotta get to it. Greg is trying to think of something to contribute. Yeah, I got nothing. Everyone I start thinking of, I don't like. 
How I, don't, the, I don't think it's amazing. How was the amazing? Was it? What about the opening sequence of Ghostbusters on the Sega Master System? Hey, what about uh, what about Uncharted Two? <laughs> yeah, Uncharted, Uncharted Two is kind of cool. I did not like Uncharted Two's opening. Really? really? The opening of Uncharted Two t- was a turnoff to me. I felt huh. I had to get back on track with it. Doesn't it I start really, with them in the hotel room? It starts with him hanging in the train. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like yeah. that. And I also like that they come back to that. And, I, I liked it fine, I guess. It's a cool set piece, but then when you have to climb up it, I thought it was really a slope. I, I want to get into a game. I want to get going. Like, I thought of Batman Arkham Asylum, and then I was like, no, that, that opening was also very slow. Yeah, and I didn't like that. Pacing, getting Oh, I've, I liked the Batman opening when you're taking the Joker into the yeah. into Arkham. I thought that was great. Meh. I think, I don't know. I played it so many times, maybe that was my problem. Mm. You know what else has a classic <laughs> moment uh, for opening up a game is. Uh, Link to the Past. Uh, when oh no wait hold on let me, yes I'm thinking uh, Link to the Past when you like kind of go and, and it's dark and it's raining and you're oh, the little yeah, boy and you're good. running yeah, through the forest like and you kind of like mm. sneak into the dungeon yeah and you're you know you see your is it your dad or your uncle or something I forgot who it was but he's like you need to take my sword and shield <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. pretty good old man yeah. that's good uh, all right this is Justin Doss he says uh, quick question. For Damon, I purchased his new EP off iTunes. Monster Zero works for you. Really digging all the tracks. My question is simple. How did you come up with the title, Ryan Writes Plays? Is this a song about Ryan Geddes? I know he's writing a novel on Twitter called Jax. I figured he also writes plays, screenplays, and haiku alongside his editorials for IGN. I know he did the lyrics and vocals for Synthetronic Sounds. Hope you can answer my question. Uh, no, this is... I is, is uh, I have another friend named Ryan. Not Ryan, even Ryan Clements. Oh. Yet another friend. Uh, he's a third-tier Ryan. Yeah, third-tier Ryan. His name's Ryan Caldwell. He lives in New York, and he writes. He does write plays. He writes, gonna write a song called Third Tier Ryan" about this. Jerk. Yeah, yeah, about this guy. Uh, he does write plays, and I. He asked me to write music for a bunch of his plays, and actually, that song was written for one of the plays that he produced in New York. So, cool. I thought that that's where I came up with that. Title. Have you ever seen one of his plays be performed? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've flown out to New York to watch his plays. And Did you eat my... popcorn while you You don't usually eat popcorn you don't? when you go to the theater. <laughs> you, did G-G-B's? you have like one of those big gulps of soda? <laughs> yeah. I would say too, I, uh, although I do write fiction, I've never written a play or screenplay. That's not really my thing, but Levi Buchanan Levi does. Levi Buchanan does. And you can check out some of his work at LeviBuchanan.com, yes. which he just Is recently set up. Yeah. Huh. So head over there and check out some Is of his that real? <laughs> I wrote two screenplays. You did? Yep. Where are they? Never published, never anywhere. Are they about? Fa- I would not uh, share them. Japanese RPGs? No, actually, I. I mean, I could tell you what one of them is about that I remember, but it, I feel like it would be boring. Give us the two sentence description. Yeah, the two You're, sentence. The dis- pitch that you, you you've gotten to sit down with executives look, look, look at Warner how Brothers. Greg is Here's your pitch. He's a high powered executive. Imagine <laughs> we're in an elevator. We ran in an elevator, <laughs> and you have he's to checking his BlackBerry and smoking a cigar. You got to get his attention. The this film. Is going to blow your mind. It is about a young woman faced with a mysterious and enigmatic figure who gives her a test, a Ding! moral test. Elevators you... opening. I can't uh, picture Rosario Dawson in this. Wait, did I get hit by the morph ball? Well, or it got it me you? first. Got oh, okay. what happened to you. Yeah. <laughs> if you see the morph ball, it's already too late. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I guess that. So would... she makes tasks. No, she. she does tasks? It's like it's a short film. She, she, this guy basically shows up and tells her that if she wants to keep her boyfriend, she has to kill this girl, and she has to decide like who this dude is, why he's telling her this sort of thing. It was terrible, but I, I thought the premise was kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can. It's true. Ryan is writing. Ryan Geddes is writing a, a Twitter, a novel on Twitter. I am. Uh, one yes. Twitter post at a time. It's yep. called Jax, and you can, if you follow him on Twitter, you'll get all the uh, updates. One. I'm, I'm funnel P H U N. One hundred and forty uh, characters at a time. Yep. Wait, not double N. It's just one. P H U N N E L. When, when, you, when yeah. is it set to be completed? Uh, it's supposed to be 2012. But, oh, that um, far away. Yeah, but uh, I, I recently started going to two posts a day: one at midnight, mm. one at noon. Yeah. I have it like automated, so. Yeah. Um, but maybe maybe that'll that'll um, be a little bit quicker. Oh, done today. I'm nearing on seven thousand words, so nice. it's slow going. Yeah. Uh, and also, if you haven't checked out my latest EP, it's called Monster Zero Works for You, and it's available on iTunes. And it's good. And that concludes the sex- section where we pimp out our own Greg, stuff. What's, what project are you working? You can follow on? me on Game Over, Greggy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, and I we should talk about our codes. my IGN stuff. Are you talking about that later? Uh, no, we can talk about it now. We, my IGN has started. Yeah, we just launched our social sort of 
internal social network, my IGN, and we all have pages on there. Mm-hmm. Look us up, follow us, we'll follow you. I'm following a lot of people, a lot of IGN readers who are really cool, really into it, like posting a lot of stuff. It's like it's like social networking merged with IGN. Yep. Yeah. All about video games. You get you have a level. It's much like a you know an RPG or the PSN. You get to level up the more posts you make or comments you're doing. It's really neat. Yeah. And like this is just a beta. There's a lot more to come. Like please let us know. There's a feedback button on the side if you got ideas of about what you'd like to see. Um, hit that feedback button. Let us know. Um, yeah. And we're we're definitely all about it. So you'll find us on there. And what'd you have to say? I was gonna say speaking of social networking, I, I finally started using Twitter. Yeah, so I'm on there. Pwam Cider. P W A M Cider. Is that what you, what you started your username as? No, or? I had a much longer one and then Geta scolded me and said it was too long, <laughs> yeah. so I changed it. And nice. Pwam is um <laughs> classic. Yeah, classic nickname for yeah, comments. It's yeah. true. Based on me accidentally putting his name into my phone wrong with when I had a predictive text yeah. phone. And well, you were also probably I blastered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Anyway. Uh, well, while we're discussing this uh, community stuff, we should mention the IGN meet and greet is already less than a week away. The next <gasps> IGN meet and greet. Uh, next Wednesday, August 4th, is the uh, IGN meet and greet right next to our offices at a bar called 21st Amendment. This time, it will be a totally open bar. So come on, come on, come all. Starting at 4 p.m. It's open bar? Yeah. That's awesome. At 21st Are they Amendment. food, too? Uh, I don't know. I think they might be buying food. Okay. So well, come. there's at least going to be uh, lots of booze, lots of beer. Uh, no, come, yeah, but you don't have to be 21 to get in. Well, yeah, you do. <laughs> Except that you don't. Well, if you're not, try. But uh, yeah. at night, yes, they card it. In the daytime, it's, okay. it's four o'clock. They shouldn't be carded. Right, I'm, I'm, I, I checked. You don't, you know, skip school and be 13. But yeah, you'll be right. They do school all the year now, right? We're like Canada. They do what now? They do school all the time. Oh yeah, all year round. Okay, good. Yeah. Just making sure. Uh, all right. This is from Steve Cap. Whatever happened to the inverted look segment with Ryan Geddes? I was just wondering since I enjoyed that segment, even though it wasn't around for very long. That's just me. I just got busy and wasn't able to do it as much as I well, thought I could. Also, I sent one to Damon and he lost it or something. You know, I understand these things happen. I'm not. I'm, we've grievances have already been aired. It's it's fine. Yes. Uh, but then you know things got to the point where I was talking about moving back and there's a lot of stuff happening. So I yeah, put well, it on hold. that's the thing is now you're moving back. Yeah. Now you don't need to ha- don't need have to your have own that. pre-recorded segment. You're just going to be back here on exactly, the show. Exactly. Yeah. But there thank you, you for your kind words. This is Jeffrey Chong. Jeffrey Chong says, I love the podcast to death, but I can't get old episode, episodes on iTunes. Is there any way I can get the older ones other than the 15 or so latest? I can painstakingly down them, download them from individually from the IGN website, but they don't auto-update or sort on iTunes. So I get a different album of podcasts even if I name and sort it identically to the GameScoop feed. I just want to be li- able to listen to all the podcasts on my computer and iPod easily. Uh, unfortunately, I, I, I don't think there is a solution other than going through our podcast archive and downloading them all individually. I didn't realize that iTunes didn't store all of them. I didn't realize that either, but apparently it only keeps the, last, the latest 15 or so. Oh, wow. So, yeah. That's unfortunate. Well, maybe uh, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, make sure people know about this. And if, if there's an, e- way, an easier way we can make it for people to get archived episodes on the site, that would be Boo-hoo. great. Just go to IGN. Jeez, you lazy ass. You're sitting there listening to podcasts all day. I'm sure you can take <laughs> two minutes to go download four more. <laughs> so there were only four episodes of Game Scoop I'm, I'm beyond saying, the how much original time 15. How much time does it take? Yeah, how, yeah. You know, I know. I was just teasing a little bit. Jeffrey Tambor, whatever his name was, writes in. <laughs> Tambor. This is Adam Horn. Uh, I have a 360. Recently gave in to my desires and bought a PS3. I've wanted to play Infamous for ages, so that was my first purchase. Since I have started playing it, my housemate has begun to sit down to watch me. Normally when he does this, I change the game to one we can both play. But with Infamous, when I ask him if he wants to play a game, he says, no, I'm happy to watch. He has become very involved in the storyline. If he's missed anything in the story, he asks what has happened so he, he can catch up. So my question to you all is, has there ever been a game that you have preferred to watch someone play than to play yourself? Ooh. I prefer to be the driver myself. Yeah. But I have known people who are content to like watch me play, watch me play yeah. Resident Evil, and they can get into it. Games I'm not like super like Final Fantasy. I watched Christine play that. I had no problem. I was fine with that. Games I really, really dig. Like she, she went back and she just bought a PS3. Well, and I guess she's like six months ago. She bought a PS3, mm. and uh, I watched her play Uncharted. I watched her play Infamous. Like I, I, I love watching people play Infamous because I do really dig that story in that world. So it's one of those things where it's one of those few times when I can take my eyes off the action. You know what I mean? Like. You think about a game, you're usually focused on what you're doing next, where you're going, whereas this one you can kind of take in the scene and watch it like a TV show, not mm. a game. 
I don't have a specific game, but I have a specific circumstance, which is I like to watch my wife play games that I thought she would like, and so I showed her, mm-hmm. and she really, if she gets into it, mm-hmm. like I enjoy watching her play those games, like mm-hmm. Puzzle Quest, um, Bookworm, Professor Layton. She's gotten into those three. You have, you have voyeuristic tendencies, you'd say. Yes. You like I, to watch. I prefer if she doesn't know I'm there. <laughs> and watch her from across yeah. the street with the telescope. Yeah. And she, you'd I, say, okay, honey, have fun playing this I'm game. Going. I'm going to go out and for I, a while. And I do the stomping outside the door. <laughs> like, like outside stomping. the window. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I watch. And I breathe, I breathe heavily. <laughs> yes, right. Solve that puzzle. <laughs> Hit that last peg and peggle. Yes, get home to joy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's getting kind of hot in there. That's his wife. Um, (laughs) This is Josh Will. Hey, Damon, and possibly Greg. My girlfriend and I are going to be in Kansas City for the Bob Dylan concert the first week of August. We're going to have a day to kill before the concert. Any recommendations on things to see and do or restaurants to visit? Keep your nurse holes filled, Josh. (laughs) Uh, If you give him recommendations, you should do it as Bob Dylan. Uh, no, I don't think so. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, a couple, we talked, we, I mentioned some restaurants a couple weeks ago. I mentioned Winstead's. They were really cool. Go to uh, Gates. Go great. to Minsky's. Winstead's Burger Place. Go to Gates for uh, barbecue. barbecue. Go to Minsky's Arthur Bryan's is also good for barbecue. Minsky's, Minsky's is good for pizza. Uh, Westport is a cool like, like bar area uh, just off of downtown where there's like, like young the young, 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 cool Have crowd goes and hangs out there. The one in front of the like theater. Down <laughs> the KC, there's Kansas City Power and Light District. There you go. That's like a whole district where you can you can walk around the streets with a beer in your hand. What you get hit by a car? You'll get hit by no. a car if you do that, Damon. No, see the the roads are blocked off there. To a car? Yes, yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's how progressive Kansas City is. Uh, and if you actually just wanted to do something uh, cultured, you can go to the Nelson Atkins uh, Art Museum. Very, very, very nice art museum they've got there. While you change emails, I want to let the listeners in on something. And sadly, I have to let our two Ryans in on it as well. What? The grossest thing in the podcast room is that thing. That little... Ryan Clements? No, the little... Oh, yeah, whatever. Headphone jack. Why is that gross? Because everyone gets it and rolls in there. Hillary was like rolling on his face the other day when we were doing... Like, uh, well, we need to get rid of that. Yeah, that's to go in a box. Throw it in that... Bo- yeah, just throw it in the corner. No one will ever touch it again. <laughs> Pablo will touch it in three months. Die on the spot. <laughs> Uh, this is Steve Hennel. Uh I'm sorry this is a question for Charles we'll, we'll save that one for when Charles no, uh, is on the podcast Charles just came in <laughs> so Charles <laughs> I recently Steve Hennel says <laughs> I recently received an alert from MSN News about an outbreak of something called Justin Bieber mania within the land of Canada since I'm not from Canada I only know it, I only know it as the Ice Planet Hoth uh, from my Wolverine comics. I have no idea what this ailment is. Could senior Canadian correspondent Charles Anya inform us Americans about the warning signs of this disease? Uh, yeah, it sounds serious. <laughs> this is subscription-based. <laughs> <laughs> is a subscription-based. Wobble, wobble. Oh, it's so good, it's so good. God bless you, Javier Rodriguez. Yeah, make sure you Google IGN does the Silver Surfer movie. If you don't know what the subscription base is. <laughs> the shark, he can't believe his eyes. He changes his ways. Such a great video. Uh, it's so good. Jeffrey wants to know what our favorite Game Boy Advance games are. Um, it was Extreme Ghostbusters. On Game Boy Advance? Yep. I walked into a Sam's Club, and I had seen it already on IGN, and I said, well, if they have this, I'm going to buy a Game Boy SP, and they did, and I bought a Game Boy SP, and I never regretted it. All of the Castlevania games are great. All the 2D sides for Castlevania games are good. Puyo Pop, I love that uh, puzzle game. And Advance Wars started on oh, Game Advance Boy Advance. Oh, Advance Wars, yes. Uh, also, Mario Golf Advance Tour was fantastic. Did you even have a Game Boy Advance, Geddes? I did not have a Game Boy Advance. The first portable game device I ever bought was a DS. Wow. I was never into like handheld. Didn't have the Atari Lynx. Nope. (laughs) I did not. This is Kinweb. Uh, I got a quick question. It's not game related. I'm going to be moving in the same style as Mr. Miller. Then I'm moving from the Midwest to a a sunny new region. My main concern is meeting new folks. What are some creative ways to meet new people or like-minded individuals that also would not break the bank? 
For the record, I'm moving to Florida. You go to bars. How can Ken meet people in Florida? I used to live in Florida. You go to bars. How did you meet people there? Well, does he? It depends if maybe he's going down there for school or work. Like I actually, he's a recent college grad. He says okay. so probably for his job, going out yeah. for a job. I I actually ended up getting lucky and meeting a lot of cool people at my job who were yeah. like like me. So I mean, it wasn't game relating. I was working at a newspaper, but they happened to be cool people. So that was good. That's how it worked out for when I moved out here. Is that I came to work at IGN where everyone shares the exact same interests. So it's not hard to make friends fast. Yeah, I think and of then other have your heart broken by them when someone skinnier and has less hair comes. <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty uh, awesome. Wouldn't kill you to lose. I just, I love, I love. <laughs> Clint, I just, small. I love hearing these two fight over me. It's good. Yeah, I'm sure. I feel like it's, it will only feed his ego. <laughs> I know, I know. No one fights over me. Is that Charles? <laughs> oh, ATI Radeon cards. <laughs> when, when, you, when you first say Charles, he's so, his, vo- his voice is so belabored. It's like it's so difficult for him to speak. Yeah, he's got a lot on his mind. <laughs> we wanted Charles uh, to join us today, but he's, he's busy working on his StarCraft review for you. Listener. He is knee deep in it, and I, yeah. Damon was all try to get him. You, Greg, you try to sweet talk him, and I went over there just as he was losing a battle. He was none too pleased with me. He did just finish the StarCraft two single, single player yeah, campaign. Yeah. He did now. That finished now. Yeah, uh, finished it last show night. Hands, who's, who, I know Clements is already playing it. Who else? Are you guys going to pick this up? Are you excited for StarCraft? I'm not going to pick it up because I, I I have the same computer I think as Ryan does at home, and he tried running it and it doesn't run so hot. It runs beautifully if you. Uh, it just looks like crap. Well, that's, to me, that's, that's not upset. running so hard. Yeah, you were telling me last night that the, one of the characters started speaking and it just looked like an oval. It, a was, an o- oval. it was a beige <laughs> oval with his face and it was like, oh, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, that guy doesn't look good. Is this a subscription base? <laughs> I do not have any, any desire to play it. That uh, game is awesome. I'm actually a little bit more interested interested in playing uh, Civ Five. Yes, now. I play After Civ. hearing Hill and, and Brodvig have just been raving and raving about Civ Five. Uh, okay, we've come to that time. Ladies and gentlemen, last email of the week. This is from Nathan Yim. Uh, you know we're big fans of the Sharktopus oh, yeah. here on the podcast. And then Sci-Fi stole our idea, and they've made a Sharktopus movie. And the Sharktopus in Sharktopus the movie looks very much like the Sharktopi we've been getting uh, <laughs> renditions of that are on our walls here. This one by Chili Philly, and this one by... <laughs> I forgot about him. Somebody. <laughs> they all, they're, always, they're all the same, right? They're yeah, always... They're just- Shark head octopus body. Of course. But Nathan Yim, uh, he's he's not uh, a traditionalist. He thinks outside the box. He says, uh, first off, I just got on the podcast a few weeks ago, prior to E3, and I'm hooked. We love that. We love new listeners. Mm-hmm. He says, I've attached a drawing of shark octopus with the body of a shark and the head of an octopus for your viewing. This is never, I, can't, I can't even conceptualize this. And I mean, I, I, I love that he went out on a limb to do, do this, but I have to say, there's a reason... <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason the shark fist is usually predicted with the head of a shark, and it is this. <laughs> it's just, just, it doesn't look as, as menacing. I gotta say, I like it though. Really? Yeah, well, what's he gonna great. do? He doesn't even have a mouth. He looks like a Mass Effect. Would what, his beak be hidden between? So, what do you think he does? Well, is that poking out right there at the bottom? Where's is that his tentacles? Is that I, I assume that's his fin on the other side. Uh, See tentacle. He has a few tentacles that are. It's like his beard. It's like his tentacle beard. No, but then he has a long body of the shark. He's frowning. <laughs> to me, like, looks this like... looks so much more menacing. Oh yeah, you that know. looks really pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks like he looks more like he's kind of upset that he looks that way. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> kind of <laughs> looks like he would be he would uh, be uh, I mean, uh, a clan leader of no, the Hanar. We want to we want to we want to say we're not knocking Nathan Yim's no, artwork. No, that's fine. Yeah. The yeah. artwork is fantastic. It's the god who would make this animal. <laughs> 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 that's who we are knocking right now. Uh, that we, morph ball's coming for you. We really appreciate the art, Nathan. And this is going up on uh, on uh, the Game Scoop wall here. Are the listeners going to be able to see this somehow? Because they're going to want to see it. Now. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'll I'll try to I'll try to share. We this can photo. take a picture of it, yeah. maybe a digital picture. You want to take a picture of it? Right yeah, now? sure. Or you could just scan it in in upstairs. We oh, have a... scanners. Oh yeah. Okay, we'll do that. You and you can and you can have the scanner email you the file directly. Is there a so. website that I can put it on? Yes. Aren't one of you is Boston. It's called www.getanappingcluman.com. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. I think we're gonna have to have a meeting about your attitude. Yeah, it's not good. Not good at all. Uh, so we'll 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 put that picture in the in the article today, and uh, we'll put a picture of Greg in his uh, his work attire look, look today. Close, so if you get closer. the podcast from iTunes, make sure you stop by IGN and check these out for sure too. And I think that's all these scoops we have for you this week. Uh, good to have Geddes here. We'll, Geddes will be back in our arms uh, permanently soon enough. <laughs> Gross. Uh, 
Anything to add, Greg Miller? Did you figure anything today? I, I, we had a great show, man. We did. Like, uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Later, I'm going to be eating a hot dog and just thinking about this. Yeah. It was a good one. Uh, thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Ah, thank me. you, Greg. My name is Damon. This is IGN GameTube. And we're out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.